0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Pixelated Podcast. I'm Patrick Reif. And I'm Alex McGlynn. And today, we're going to talk about five alternatives to sourcing photos for your wedding or event.
1: Yeah, so again, quick disclaimer. uh, There is not a lot that can replace a professional wedding photographer. but professional wedding photographers are expensive and if you're hosting an event or a wedding or whatever on a budget, um, there are some great alternatives out there. Um, And I know this is uh, specifically for wedding photographers, but this can be true for any event, um, whether you're doing a gala or a fundraiser or your wedding. Um, So to kick it off, um, crowdsource the photos. So uh, obviously we have a... uh, called PixieWeb that allows people to take uh, photos uh, with their camera, with their device. It all loads to a uh, shared event gallery, but you obviously can also just have people use hashtags or send them to a shared photo folder. There's a lot of other ways to do it that are uh, potentially more cost-effective, although our product is super cheap. Check it out. Uh, So, crowdsourcing these photos is a great way. I mean, everyone's going to be taking pictures. Everyone has really high quality cameras in their pockets now i mean the new cameras that come with iphones and android phones are unbelievable so take advantage of that encourage people to take pictures create some cool moments throughout the event where they can uh, you know snap a picture create your own backdrop create your own mural your own uh, photo wall Uh, there's a whole different uh, a whole bevy of things that you can do uh, to encourage people to take their own photos whether it be selfies or photos of other people and I've seen people hand out selfie sticks at events. I think it's a brilliant idea. Again, an easy way to get a bunch of pictures taken and then just give everyone one location to send the photos to. Usually people are very willing to share their photos they've taken, um, so you just have to give them an easy way to do it.
0: Yeah. Uh, So alternative number two would be to hire a student photographer. So there's probably um, a high school with some art programs and potentially they have photo programs in them. Um, But there's definitely uh, probably some colleges, maybe an art school in your city or in your town. That's a great place to start looking for for photographers that are just learning uh, the ins and the outs, they're learning uh, to, to make their way in the photography world, they're probably looking to build their portfolio uh, and looking for some experience, and your wedding or event could be a great way to do that. Um, I would just say uh, the, maybe the bonus tip to supply them with is to ask them to overshoot, so that way um, you know that you're gonna have more than enough photos to, um, to pick from.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So in a similar vein of people trying to build up their own portfolios, uh, looking to hire someone, look into hiring someone that's transitioning from a different photo career. Uh, So like our own Nick Kina hired a uh, sports photographer uh, to do his wedding because he was transitioning from being a sports photographer into a wedding photography business. Um, He's transitioned successfully and has a great business. Um, But, Nick got him on the the cheap because he didn't have a wedding portfolio and he was looking for clients in that field. There are a bunch of people transitioning from photojournalism or uh, sports photography or what have you and again they are looking to build up a, a portfolio and a list of clients that they can reference and they're usually willing to give you a discount because of that and as a bonus they already have all of the really nice photo equipment that a professional photographer would have.
0: Yep. So, next tip is uh, is amateur photographers. Uh, and uh, a, a, a great way to think about this is there's a ton of people that love to take photos but maybe they just don't think about their passion for taking photos within the lens, no pun intended, <laughs> of uh, being a professional photographer or a photographer for hire. Um, you know, maybe not even because they don't want to do it but just because they've got full-time jobs or so they just don't have the bandwidth to think about it. So, that's a great way to go about it. And in, in terms of being able to find them, you know, um, Go on Instagram, search the hashtag amateur photographer, um, search the, the hashtag amateur photographer within a view, your, your state or your city or, or your geographic region. And not only is it gonna populate amateur photographers, but it's gonna show you a portfolio of some of their work, uh, some of their point of view. Um, so you can go through, browse some things, find ones that resonate with you, and then DM them and ask them if they might be interested in making a, a you know a few hundred bucks.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then last but certainly not least, and I've been to a couple of events where they've done this and I always think it's a really cool idea, uh, is to leave Polaroid cameras uh, on every table um, or in corners or whatever. Um, people love Polaroid film, uh, photo- photos, whatever, cameras. Uh, they love it. Uh, I, don't, I think it's just a, a, harking back to uh, you know, days when it was a simpler time. Um, but every time I've been to an event they always run out of film. Um, So there is a boatload of pictures for them to sort through and choose from and it's a really cool way to add something unique to your event, add a nice piece of engagement to your event, uh, which we love here at uh, at Pixelated, and again it gives you a whole boatload of photos to sort through and use for either memory books, uh, future marketing campaigns, whatever uh, best suits your event type. Um, And again, as just to add this one more time, you can't really replace a professional photographer in your field, but there are definitely some budget friendly things you can do to offset the, uh, the amount of money you'll have to spend. And some of these can be used alongside professional photographers. So you can have Polaroid cameras everywhere and also still have a professional photographer at your event. Um, you can ask people to crowdsource photos and still have a professional photographer. So encourage people to do things like this because people like to participate and it gives you a bunch of UGC and engagement for your event.
0: What if it's your wedding? Is UGC a thing there? I think UGC, uh, yeah, is I mean. Is generated content wedding user? Woos, oh. UGC. I, would, I think That's
1: you funny. made the argument UGC is still great for weddings. I mean, yeah, you're not gonna use it for marketing, but having an online photo gallery of all the hilarious photos that were taken at your event by your potentially inebriated friends, yeah, who you wouldn't want to look through that. You could use it for blackmail. <laughs> We're not encouraging the blackmail at Pixelated. Not we're at not at encouraging that. that.
0: If you would like to check out web and see if it might be right for your event, I would encourage you to head to pixelated.com. Um up at the top in the menu you're going to see a button to click for a Web demo. Um, give it a click, check it out, get pixelated. Um it'll quickly um, let you know if it's a good fit for you or, or possibly not. Um, That brings us to the end of today's episode. Before you go, uh, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Your reviews help us find a uh, a larger base of listeners for our podcast and also ensure that you get notified each time we publish a new episode. So without further ado, I'm Patrick Greif. And I'm Alex Glenn. Peace.